Hey everyone, welcome to the second episode of our SC Youth Group podcast, shot by the youth and for the youth. This is Youthish. And it is a Monday, so happy Monday, happy morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time you're listening to this at. Yeah, it's been a it's been a week. How are you guys feeling? Good, I guess. School <laughs> starts soon. Oh yeah, when does school start for you? August seventeen. Oh. So when all the spensies go back. That's crazy. That's like very soon. Yeah. I still have a month left. You are so lucky. When do you start? The 31st. If you guys can't hear me well, it's because I'm not technically here. We'll get to that in a second, Caleb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so our question of the day is, what's your favorite social media? Um, okay, yeah, I can go ahead. Um, so currently, I think it's TikTok. It's so addictive, but I think it's Absolutely. literally the funniest app on the market <laughs> right now. It's just, I don't know, and the algorithm is so good. Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think I've gotten bored of, like, Instagram and Snapchat because of it. Same. I love Twitter. I'm a Twitter gal. I don't tweet because, like, I'm too nervous to tweet. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I don't feel like I'm funny enough or, like, I don't know. It's just, it's awkward, but I do love reading people's tweets. It's just, like, such a humorous place. And it's also, while it shouldn't be my primary place to get news, it sometimes is. Like, I literally read Twitter like it's a newspaper. So, yeah, Caleb. I like Instagram. Really? Mm-hmm. Jeez. I'm so over Instagram. <laughs> yeah. My explore page is whack. Like, their algorithm is off for me. I feel like I just follow too many people, and so I can't even see everyone's mm-hmm. stuff. But anyways, well, today's episode is a girl talk episode, so it will be predominantly me and Abby, but Caleb is going to pitch in if he sees so fit, because, you know, we like to keep him included, and the male perspective still matters. Abby, what are we reading today? Proverbs 31. I'm sure you guys have heard at least a few of the verses, but um, we're going to be talking about the proverbial woman. Yeah, we're kind of going to do it like, you guys know the YouTube videos of, like, Genius, like, where they break down the song lyrics of a song? So that's what we're kind of going for. We're going to read through the entire thing and kind of give our input and relate it to present day. So the title of this chapter, or at least the first nine verses, is called The Words of King Lemuel's Mother. And so we're reading from the NKJV version in case you want to follow along. But I think that it's very important that we address just the title itself has such a strong message. Um, So before the boys click off of this episode thinking it isn't for them in the same way that maybe you haven't read this chapter of Proverbs because you didn't think it applied to you, this chapter are words that King Lamel's mother taught him. So he's kind of relaying what he learned from his mom and he's relaying it not just to his daughters or other women but also to men as well because it's a conversation that has to be had on both sides. Women learning how to respect themselves and men learning how to respect women. So only in this way can we appreciate and understand the opposite gender and what they have to offer. Yeah and I feel like as guys it's really important to like listen we talk about that a lot just in general with like 
um, especially like different groups that we've been talking about today. Like I know in like Sabbath school, we've been talking about like BLM and everything that's been going on and more than anything, it's important to listen. And I feel like in the same way, if not more, we should be uplifting and listening to the women figures in our lives because they have so much to offer and they have so much to teach us. Um, I know some of the best advice I've ever gotten is from like my mom and my grandmother. So um, for sure, guys don't click off because there's a lot of special gems in this episode. Yeah, and even from the title, you know, it directly is kind of saying that, so the first verse is the words of King Lamel, the utterance which his mother taught him, and so that means, like, girls, it is your job to teach your sons and your little brothers and your future husbands and all of that, and boys, it is your job to listen, so we hope that you continue listening to the episode, and we're gonna dive right in. Okay, so we're gonna dive right into the text, and to remind you all, this is Proverbs 31, and I'm gonna start off right at verse 1. It says, the words of King Lemuel, the utterance which his mother taught him. What, my son, and what, son of my womb, and what, son of my vows? Do not give your strength to woman. So, um, Lindsay, if you want to dissect that a little bit, um, because we paused there while we were reading and planning this podcast. Yeah, so, do not give your strength to women, I think, or at least for me, I automatically thought of the story of Samson and Delilah. That is her name. Okay. (laughs) I was scared. (laughs) Um, So... I feel like that can be misinterpreted very easily and for me I take it as don't lose your identity within someone else Um, and just like a healthy balanced relationship I feel like some people go into relationships thinking you know like I have to give you my 100 you have to give me my 100 and you kind of lose yourself in supporting this other person and so I think what his mom is trying to tell him like don't give your strength to women is don't lose yourself trying to fix someone else and you know forget who you are in the process of being with someone else you have to retain your own identity and that goes both for women and men um so I think it's a really good piece of advice from his mom yeah um for sure and I'm just gonna continue then it says nor your ways to that which destroys kings it is not for kings O Lemuel it is not for kings to drink wine nor for princes intoxicating drink lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the justice of all the afflicted Give strong drink to him who is perishing, and wine to those who are bitter of heart. Let him drink and forget his poverty, and remember his misery no more. Open your mouth for the speechless in the cause of all who are appointed to die. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. Um, And this is also where we pause to elaborate, because I think this is super relevant right now. Definitely. Um, Especially right now, we're in a time of a lot of human rights issues, political issues, just everything, and we get scared. We don't know what to say. We don't know how to say it, how to express ourselves. We, we all want to be on the right side of history. Um, but I think it's important that she tells her son to be an activist and to speak out for what is right, to open his mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and the needy, to be a voice for those who don't feel like they have a strong enough voice is just a really strong and powerful message that applies to today absolutely 100 percent. and so we really wanted to highlight that for you guys and so if we go on to the next section of this chapter it's called the virtuous wife or in the niv version it's called the wife of noble character um so the first verse we're going to start at verse 10 it says who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies And this in and of itself just like took me aback and I love it so much and think it's so beautiful. So we automatically stopped and looked at each other and we were like, yes, my worth is far above rubies. Yeah, for sure. Um, This is, I'm sure, at least one of the verses that you guys have heard of a lot. But it's just self-worth, basically. Um, Yeah. 
Yeah, it's really important to know your value and that goes with friendships and relationships and just holding yourself to high regards and understanding who you're with really needs to make you a better person, you know, and don't settle for less because you're worth far more than rubies. And sometimes we forget that and we settle for situations that we shouldn't be in and settle for people who aren't good for us. And just always know your price. You are expensive, as my best friend Olivia loves to say. (laughs) She says, remember that you are expensive. And I love that because you are. And so the things that you do, even to your body and how you hold yourself, treat yourself like you're expensive, you know, like you're a whole Maserati, (laughs) you know, and you would keep that car clean. And, you know, like you would treat yourself well and take care of yourself is what I think that says. So we'll read on to verse 11 and 12. The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. So um, when we paused here, we both noted that the purpose of a relationship is that you two grow each other or that you help each other grow. It's like I was talking to Lindsay and I was like, it's a collaboration. And she's like, yeah. Um, so. A relationship is you meet halfway Mm -hmm. or in the middle and neither side should be um, overweighed or um, underweighed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But yeah, verse 13 and 14. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it. From her profits, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff and her hand holds the spindle. I think this is really amazing because especially as girls, you know, growing up reading the Bible, we kind of always get this, are we supposed to just be subservient? And like, you know, like it's only our job to have kids. Like we are not really like supposed to do much. And that's something that can definitely get pressed upon you as a girl in the church of like your job is to be like lesser than. And I think this completely goes against that entire mindset because it's really talking about like she's a hard worker she makes her own income she has her own life you know she's supporting her family she's a breadwinner and so I think this knocks down all those stereotypes and myths that women are lesser than and you know you can't do this and can't do that because this woman is doing everything you know she bought her own land you know she's providing for her household and her servants you know and she's like getting up early you know she's very determined very hardworking. And I think those are traits that we should all strive to have and we should never feel like, oh, I can't do that and I can't do this because, you know, it's only my job to stay at home and, you know, have kids and, you know, look pretty. And I think she goes against all that. She completely stands for girl power, 100%. And <laughs> Lindsay pointed out that um, the Bible seems to be very male heavy. It's, it tends to have a lot of content about men. But um, I just like how Lindsay already said that this shatters like the glass roof that women cannot be breadwinners for their family. Um, in complete contrast, this this woman in Proverbs is the complete opposite. She provides for her family, and I really like the part where it says, "From her profits, she plants a vineyard." Um, so yes. her productivity, <laughs> her work, that merit, her merit um, is what she is using to buy a vineyard and. Yeah, so 
Next verse, verse 20. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. Um, we stopped here because it's just a very pretty verse that reminds us of service. You know, she's a woman with a caring heart and amongst her busy, busy schedule of supporting her family and having her own job, she does stop to give back and to care for those who need care. And that's something that we all have to do. I feel like sometimes we forget to put that into our schedules. You know, we're worried about ourselves, we're worried about our family, our friends, our circle that we don't get out and really provide for our community and help out all the different causes that need our help right now and always. Yes, um, and then continuing on verses 21 and 22, she is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household is clothed with scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself, her clothing is fine linen and purple. And I love this part because it shows that she is a well-prepared woman mm-hmm. um, and implies that because she is a godly woman and she for one, has nothing to fear, but two, also she's she's so well-rounded and um, prepares in advance right. for these kinds of circumstances. She doesn't just sit around and let wait for these things to happen. She knows of all the possibilities of what could happen, and she prepares. Yeah, and I feel like that's such a motherly thing. Like, I feel like moms are always prepared, you know? Like, you're sitting there, you scrape your knee, you're like, ah, moms are like, I have the Band-Aids. <laughs> like, it's fine, you know? So I feel like it's really fitting for just, like, thinking of the mother figure in my life. I cannot think of a time when my mother wasn't prepared. Like, you make a spill in the car, I have a whole roll of paper towels. <laughs> like, there's no situation that, you know, I feel like my mom has ever been ill-prepared for, which I think is so awesome, and that's something that I strive to do when I become a mother is just to, look ahead and you know be prepared for any obstacles in the road and not be afraid of running into obstacles because I feel prepared and secure in my faith to tackle them so in verse 23 it says her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land I think this is so good because we just talked about how she's a strong woman and she's working hard and it says her husband is the same and so it's a very equally yoked partnership And she's not lowering her standards and he's not lowering her standards. Like you find someone that's on your level. And I think that's super important. You know, like if you're a hardworking woman and you're a hardworking guy, like together you're going to be like a power couple, you know, and that's what it's supposed to be. And I think sometimes a lot of us, you know, we're very caring people and some of us kind of feel like it's your responsibility to change someone else. And it's not. And I feel like that leads into a lot of very toxic relationships if you are spending majority of your time trying to raise another human up. Oh, Caleb, go ahead, pitch I'm in. Raising my hand. Hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the podcast. I feel like that's so true. Like, I feel like, I don't know why society puts, like, this huge, like, burden and, like, standard for women. Like, for some reason, women are expected to change men if they're, like, either childish not respectful not hard working mm-hmm. for some reason it always falls on the woman to fix that in the man and it's never the opposite because the woman is always expected to be hard working be able to do a million things but also for some reason stay in her place and so i think what's really cool about this is that like like you said they're equally yoked and one is uplifting the other but at the same time the other one is doing the same thing yeah so um i think Not to speak on behalf of women, because that's not what I'm here to do, but I am saying find yourself someone who is equally yoked, and if we're being completely honest, you're not going to be able to fix (laughs) 
someone they're going to be exactly who they are and that's just on that yeah it's not your responsibility to change a person and no one's going to change unless they make that decision for themselves that they want to change Mm -hmm. and so don't feel like it's your responsibility to babysit and you know just like it's not your job (laughs) It's, it's really not and I know that can sound harsh but it's really a matter of protecting your time and your value and your worth So, verse 24, she makes linen garments and sells them, and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. And we're going to pause here, because, basically, she doesn't waste her time on petty gossip. Yeah, and I feel like, it's sad to say, but let's be real here, girls. Gossip is a really large portion of being a teenage girl and even beyond that you know like we all we all get wrapped up in that and sometimes we don't even have bad intent but we can just be talking about someone and what's going on in their world and then it kind of just falls down this rabbit hole of oh now we're speaking really bad and harsh about this person and that's not it's not what we should be striving to do as girls and especially right now like girls supporting girls is such an important thing and we really need to be uplifting one another and you know it's a, it's a bad habit like we can all admit to doing this before and talking about people and you know there's a difference between catching someone up on like oh yeah like did you hear like so and so just got this and like I'm really excited for her da 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 and then you know like going down the portion of like yeah but did you hear like she also did x y and z and so on her tongue is the law of kindness is really important you know we have to be kind to each other whether we're in front of each other's faces or behind each other's backs like wherever we are you know what i mean and i think when we're face to face we're so quick to be like oh hey girl like i love you like how are you doing and then you know it's like mean girls when they walk away it's like i hated her skirt it was completely ugly (laughs) This is, like, a generalization, but I think, for the most part, I've heard the sentiment that guys can tend to be more physical when it comes to confrontation, and, like, if they have a problem or beef with each other, mm-hmm. um, whereas girls, the really toxic poison within the female gender is just gossip. It's with our words, and it's more background yeah. behind people's backs. Um, like I said, that's a generalization. Um, it, there's both on both sides, mm-hmm. but... Um, that is kind of what I sense and what I think people would agree with. Yeah. And even in verse 25, strength and honor are her clothing and she shall rejoice in time to come. That is so important because even as a girl, like we've all been talked about before and it hurts your feelings and you feel really bad and you cry about it when no one's looking and you try to pretend like it didn't hurt and you know, like you're stronger or whatever. But when people are shading you online or behind your back or whatever it is, like it does hurt. And it's hard to kind of reconcile with, well, how do I get over it? Like, you know, like naturally sometimes we want to bite back and say something rude and harsh to like, you know, match their level, but strength and honor are her clothing. The verse 25 where it says strength and honor are her clothing is really important because it takes strength to kind of get through people talking about you. You know, we don't like to admit it. We like to play it off like it was nothing, but when someone shades you online or, you know, there's a rumor going on about you, et cetera, et cetera, it does hurt your feelings. And as much as we like to lie and say it does, it does and it takes strength not only to let it not affect you and to forgive that person but also to not retaliate in a negative way because naturally when someone says something bad about you you want to come back right at them with something even harder and you know be snappy and that back and forth is where it gets really toxic and dangerous really fast so 
it's about having the strength to let it go, move forward, be a bigger person, and honoring yourself and not lowering your standards and where you are in order to, you know, lower to their level. Verse 27 says, she watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. I love the saying like does not eat the bread of idleness because it means she never stops striving to be better. She's always growing. She never gets stagnant in her relationship with God and her career relationship and her relationship with her husband. Like she's never idle. She's always moving. And of course there's a negative to that. You know, like you do need to take a break. Don't overwork yourself. A lot of us fall in that category. But I mean, it's it's healthy to challenge yourself consistently and to always keep going and always keep, you know, looking for more and searching for more. And I think that's a really pretty verse. Yeah, and there's a dichotomy in the verse because it says she watches over the ways of her household while also she does not eat the bread of idleness. Um, so she still takes care of her household and her family, her kids, her husband, but she also has her own ambitions and she's productive. Yeah. So verse 28, her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and she praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Uh, I love that verse <laughs> because she has such a supportive husband that he's like hyping her up. And I think that's so, so, so important to be with someone who supports you and your dreams and your ambitions and they're pushing you forward and they're congratulating you when you do wins, you know, and it's not like a jealousy factor. No one's upset that like you're excelling and the other one isn't. And I think you have to be patient too. You know, there's, I forgot what the saying is, but it's like, clap for your friends when they win and be patient waiting on your wins you know like it's about taking turns you might not both be at a level 10 at the same time you know but be happy for each other always and these verses are positive affirmation for the woman um so if you ever feel hesitant it's like no your children love you and they call you Mm -hmm. blessed your husband praises you Mm -hmm. so just keep going I think it's easy to, you know, feel like you're not doing enough for the people around you. And so it's important to have a community base that, you know, reminds you of your worth and your value to them. Even, you know, when times when you're low or when I'm low, it's like, I remember that like my parents love me, you know, my friends love me. Like I have a great community and support system. And so I think it's really pretty that they entered this verse of literally her husband just hyping her up. Like that's so cute. It's just so cute. Verse 30. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. This is my favorite verse in the whole chapter, and I know we've been saying that a lot, but I truly mean it this time. Same for me. Um, I think it's it's just so relevant because, I mean, from the beginning of time, I feel like women have always compared themselves to other women, and comparisons really kill, and they really take away from your confidence, and, you know, that's what forms a lot of hate between girls, I feel like, because, you know, you start thinking, like, oh, I don't have what this person has, like, my hair isn't like this, my skin isn't like this, my body isn't like this, and that can build resentment for the other girl, but it can also just tear down your own self-confidence, and it's something we have to strive to not do, and I know that's hard for a lot of girls. I actually like the NIV version better just for this specific verse because it specifically says beauty is fleeting, and I like that definition better because it's like chasing fire, it slips through your fingers. Um, But just to segue into the fact that we should not be focused on superficial things that will fade by the time we grow old, because like Lizzie was like, at some point we're all going to be like old, wrinkly, 
we're all gonna look the same (laughs) you know and uh, you spend all your time if you try to spend all your time to achieve that like perfect hair perfect everything and by the time you look 80 like you're 80 we all look the same (laughs) what was the point wasn't that waste of time so um yeah i think it's just a good reminder of what really really matters and ultimately your inner beauty although that sounds cheesy will shine through even as time goes on yeah and i even want to touch on the charm is deceitful part i feel like we really compare ourselves to girls online and you know what people post online isn't their real life like it's deceitful like people are only posting the highlighted beautiful parts of like look at this perfect relationship they're not posting like how they're also fighting with their boyfriend and you know like the bad things that happen and it's just online can be deceitful and comparing yourselves to people when you don't know the full story you don't know the full picture you just think it's a perfect life it's not realistic and you try to hold yourself to these values and heights that aren't attainable um and finally verse 31 give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates and this is such a great way to end it because this establishes the fact that women you are your own individual you will not be held to the standard of your husband your father anyone else in your life um once at the pearly gates of heaven it's just god will look at you for you and so you can speak for yourself yeah i think it's beautiful that this really highlights that god sees you for you you are your own individual you aren't beneath anyone you're strong you're powerful on your own you can speak up for yourself and this entire chapter is just about women empowerment and like you got this girl (laughs) so now that we've gone through the entire chapter it's important to note that this might seem like an impossible standard but it is not a goal to achieve all these things all at once in one day and on our own in general spirituality is a journey it's not a destination and the same can be applied here this is more of a standard we should strive to grow into and constantly strive to achieve on a daily basis and yeah so this week we challenge you to two separate tasks to accomplish this week the first one is to write a love letter to yourself um kind of a prayer for yourself and your confidence and the things that you want to strive to become and bringing god in to help you reach those goals that you have for yourself and i love to write letters and or prayers and kind of keep them somewhere and come back in a couple weeks or a month or so and see what happened what changed you know how was i blessed how did some of these things look like now so that's really awesome and the second challenge that we have is to pick a girl in your life whether it be your mom your sister your grandma a friend a girlfriend and pray for them every day this week and you can tell them if you want and get prayer requests from them or you can just do it in private do it in secret talk to them at the end of the week and see if they had any special blessings in their life yeah and to finish off this episode of the podcast we have a segment where we take prayer requests anonymously and uh pray over them so we posted on our stories if anyone has any prayer requests they'd like for us to pray over and in general someone responded the new school year that's starting and yes that is so true retweet because i think everyone especially with the virus and everything that's going on um the circumstances are just so unstable yeah Yeah. and i think everyone needs prayers um so yeah for sure also um we want to remember Lebanon and the tragedy that happened in the past week, as well as just the general state of our world. So, uh, if you'll join me in prayer. 
Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for yet another great episode of this podcast and for us to have this opportunity and platform to spread your message. Please help us girls to remember our worth and that it is found in you and help us to strive to be like the proverbial woman each and every day. Please do with all the ladies out there and men and help us all to find some merit in this chapter. Thank you for all the blessings you've given. We'd like to pray over some prayer requests, especially the new academic school you're starting, as well as the tragedy in Lebanon, and just to reach out to anyone and have your hand over those affected and to be with us as the new school year starts. We love you so much. Thank you for everything you've given for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope to see you next time. I'm Abby. I'm Lindsay. I'm Caleb. And thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Youthish. You are loved, you are prayed for, and we hope to see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.